What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Notorious Nerdy D Casual Wrestling Show, the single greatest casual wrestling podcast on the internet. I am your host, Nerdy D, and joining me on the ones and twos, my better half, working the mics and cameras, level up, Lauren. What's up, y'all? You had a hater this week. I did. I'm so excited. Someone called you annoying. Woo! How does it feel? Because it's pretty much now my whole life since we started doing this. Acknowledge me. Yeah, there you go. Uh, You also had someone defend you. Jay from Belief Suspended Wrestling, whose content I fucking enjoy. I have enjoyed his content. He does a little bit of wrestling and then he throws in some other shit. That's cool. And I like it. It's been fun. thank you, Jay. I appreciate it. So Jay came to your rescue. Thank you, Jay. All right, so uh, each and every week we take a journey through the world of professional wrestling, all while learning from you guys, the audience, through your comments and social media. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe to this show on YouTube at Notorious Nerdy D Wrestling Show, or subscribe on your favorite podcast network. We are on Spotify, Google Podcast, and officially on the Apple Podcast Store. Make sure to leave a comment or a review to help us get into the algorithm. Tonight, we're going to take a deeper look into separating a wrestler's character from the actual human being that portrays that character. But first, a little housekeeping. All right. I feel like this is going to be another good show. It's always a good show. We found our stride. We've, we've kind of hit our stride. We know our rhythm. We know what we're doing now. We're we're finally finding that casual wrestling audience. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not fucking getting thrown into the IWC anymore. We're finding the casual wrestling audience who understands what a, what it is to be a casual wrestling fan. That you're not going to know every wrestler. You're not watching all the New Japan Bro stuff. You're not watching every NXT episode. You're you know we're we're getting. We're finding that rhythm. We're we're getting through. We're we're getting we're we're growing an audience, and and they're more like you know it's weird. Like they're like friends, right? Yeah. You start to to recognize these people in the comments, and we're we're starting to grow like good character people. Yeah. Like we're we're kind of like we're we're fucking we've survived the douchebags, the weirdos, and we're start and yeah and the weirdos, and we're starting to develop a like a high character audience is what I call it. And they don't all agree with us all the time. No, and that's but what it's, it's just people who are open to like conversation and debate and discussion. And, and we got a lot of people who are kind of ride or die with us, which is fucking awesome. It's crazy. But like, I feel like we're, we're in a good place. And I feel like this is another good show. Like, I feel like seeing the growth of the show, it motivates, motivates me even more. It's kind of like put extra work into this, even yeah. though this is just for fun. This is just for fun. Um, the poll of the week. You got it right this time. Okay. We got we got a poll up with numbers and percentages. Okay. And like, I have actual data to report on this All week. All right. So the poll of the week last week was, are you a fan of the WWE releasing the entry, uh, the entrance into the Women's Royal Rumble early, right? However yeah. you want to phrase it. Yeah. 78% said no. Mm-hmm. 22% said yes. So overwhelmingly... People don't want to know who's in the Royal Rumble. And I, I fall on that side of the argument. I don't need to know. I watch the Royal Rumble. I don't need a predetermined list. I'm expecting surprises. I don't need a match, even really a card. I'm there for the two Royal Rumbles. So that's awesome. Did notice that some of the people who voted, they, they liked knowing. Their argument, not even argument, their, their point of view was maybe if they didn't, 
if they weren't interested in like the women's division, mm-hmm. seeing some of those old names brought them interest to that division. I can see that. I understand that, but I don't have that problem. I'm interested in both the men's and women's divisions. So I don't have this need to be like fed names to get me excited. Yeah. I'm excited about just the, the Royal Rumble in itself. Yeah. Uh, the poll for this week is going to be Royal Rumble related again. I want to know, I kind of was questioning this, and I, I mean, I think this is fairly easy, but I want to hear what everybody's opinion is. Uh, is Alexa Bliss going to be a participant in the 2022 Women's Royal Rumble? And then a little, a little like side thing I want on top of that. If you vote yes, in the comments, let me know, are we going to get this supernatural Alexa Bliss? Or is like, is she going to work through this shit in therapy and come back as a new character? So the poll of the week is, uh, will we get Alexa Bliss in the 2022 Women's Royal Rumble? And just as an extra to that, if you vote yes, let me know, are we getting supernatural Alexa Bliss? Are we getting a whole new character, right? Okay. So is that two different polls? It's all one poll. That's one poll. It's, It's one poll, but if they vote yes... I, I have like, it's like homework, right? If you vote yeah. yes, then go into the comments and let me know, are we getting supernatural? This, this like the fiend version of Alexa Bliss? Are we getting a new, either a return to old Alexa or is there going to be a whole new character uh, altogether, right? All right, so I was cooking up an idea. We're going to do a contest uh, and, and we'll, it's coming together in my head. We'll have it up next week. But I want uh, I want to do a contest for the Pick'em next week because next okay. week me and you will be going... For our second pick them for the Royal Rumble. I'm oh, gonna so win. I can keep that belt? No, I'm going to win the title at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want to do a digital version. It's going to be a digital belt, and we can either use the profile picture of the winner or their okay. name, but I want it to go, like, right here. Look right here. Right here. I want it to go okay. right here. So I want there to be a belt that lives right here on the screen, and I it will have score. their picture, and they'll live in, like, infamy for that month. Oh, that's cool. And, like, if they defend it and win it twice, then we'll, like, we'll make it even more special. But, yeah. I want to do something cool that like lives on the screen of the podcast. Yeah, that's cool. So we'll kind of come up with the rules and exactly how we're going to score it. Cause with the rumble, it's, it's interesting. Cause there's not a lot of matches. So we'll have to weight points in a certain way, but we'll, we'll figure all that shit out this week. But I just, I want to kind of give a heads up onto that. All right. Uh, currently working on a few merchandise uh, things just okay. for fun. Going to do them through like a print on demand company. I'm not going to, we're not going to be doing it to make a profit. It's not to try to fucking make money. I just think it would be fun to see somebody wearing a t-shirt with like our logo yeah. or like the first merch idea I had was since everybody thinks like I'm now the, the Vince McMahon of like liking big sweaty guys wrestling. Ooh. I want to do a shirt that says size matters, <laughs> size matters. And then like notorious nerdy D podcast. Yeah. Something like that. I'm, I'm kicking around ideas like that, but I think that's going to be the first shirt just to really like piss the IW. Like if we could just really irritate the IWC with like size matters, even though I don't fucking, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, this liquid, the liquid wall of death is growing. I've, I fucking is. see it kind of coming in over the top of me. It's now starting to, uh, to hide my logo. I don't appreciate that. As I drink these waters, you're putting them up behind me and it's growing and I, it scares me because I do believe it's going to fall. It has not fallen yet, but it will. But it's becoming very risky. So I'm going to say, like right now, you need to fucking get on this. You need to contact Liquid Death and let them know. I'm I'm very nervous. This is this is this scares me. They need to replace this wall. 
with some something else liquid death that I can put up behind me. All right. To represent because I'm representing Team Liquid Death. I'm messaging but I need you again, some, Liquid Death. Like I need something like a, a fucking uh, a poster, something that I can put up behind me so we could like get rid of this because it is. I believe it is gonna fall. And I, I do believe that that may fucking hurt Just a little bit. Just don't make sudden movements. Yeah, I, I, like, I'm very nervous. I can't move around. I can't do my normal hand thing. I'm going <laughs> to knock it down. You are. So cool. And if, like, while you're at it, Liquid Death, if you just want to send me some water, that'd be fucking cool. Because I am repping the brand. Yeah. I'm repping the fucking brand here. Well, yeah, definitely. I see all your little, like, social media posts you put out, and I'm, I'm definitely repping. Nobody has a wall like this. No. This is this is one of a kind. Mm-hmm. Nobody else has a liquid death wall. Exactly. So, like, fucking clip this and send it to them and let them know nobody has this. Yeah. All right, let's get into some wrestling stuff. Let's overreact to this week's wrestling, right? All right. Uh, quick shout out right off the bat in overreactions. Uh, Roman Reigns is now the longest universal champion of all time. So, shout out to Roman Reigns. Woo-hoo. He is 508 days strong now. As we approach, uh, we are about a week away from the Royal Rumble. I believe it's on a Saturday. This seems to be a new trend WWE is doing, right? Yeah. Getting, getting away from that Sunday night pay-per-view, which I like because if you're going to be kind of the kid, the product of the kids, Sunday always seemed like a real fucked up night to make kids stay up late. I agree because you have school the next day, so you can't really stay up for the whole day. Yeah, so Saturday seemed, uh, yeah, you compete with UFC a little bit, but I don't think those audiences really overlap. <laughs> and no, then, uh, if you're watching, if you're watching one, you're not necessarily I, watching. I the other. do believe by then all of the football playoff games will be on a Sunday, so I think they'll have that Saturday kind of free and clear to themselves. So, but shout out to Roman Reigns on that. Uh, okay, right. gonna overreact to one more thing that's like kind of wrestling and not real wrestling. Okay, I'm overreact to the fact that I played this song for you in the car. I I listened to Ron Killings, who is AKA r Truth. Yeah, I listened to his his album. Mm-hmm. Hey man, he's got some fucking fire going on. You listen to all of it? I listened to the whole album and pleasantly not surprised because I, I imagine the dude ha- had to fucking he had to get up and go. But I was excited to like to confirm the fact that our truth's the real deal when it comes to music. I didn't know who you were listening to. This at isn't first. like an acclaim gimmick. You played me that fucking acclaim song, which was garbage. <laughs> fucking garbage. Absolute garbage. <laughs> That shit was terrible. Then I put back on my R-Truth, my Ron Killing. Song that I really like, Out the Window. What was Ooh! that about? I want to play it, but I'm, I'm afraid we'll get content Copyright, strikes. yeah. So I'm not going to do it. Like, we need to... Once go again, listen to it, like we Yeah, go listen to it. Put, get, give fucking R-Truth his, his due, and maybe we can find a way to contact somebody so that we can play the song. Yeah. We'll work on that. All right. All right, now into actual wrestling shit here. Okay. So I guess Sami Zayn's 15 minutes of fucking main event fame are gone. Like, that's up. We're done with that. Yeah. All of a sudden now Sammy's back into the uh, the mid-card kind of comedic, throw him into the promo bullshit. He's out here jumping off shopping carts and shit. Yeah. He's out here with Johnny Knoxville getting tossed out the ring. I don't, I don't like this for Sammy. Sammy deserves better than this shit. It's part of the conspiracy, bro. He put in the work. He stood toe-to-toe with the beast Brock Lesnar. He held it down. He, I mean, the chemistry was fucking beautiful. And now we're going to ship him back down to the mid card and go, Hey, you could go play with Johnny Knoxville. I don't, as it is, I'm not a huge fan of like celebrity crossovers into pro wrestling. I don't love that whole idea. Johnny Knoxville seems like if there was a celebrity that would fit wrestling, 
he's that guy, right? Yeah. I noticed that WWE has a fucking Johnny Knoxville t-shirt on the WWE shop. I didn't notice that. It's, I think it's the one he's been wearing, but I mean, I know they're fucking, we're, we're going to promote the Jackass movie and I'm going to be one of the people in line to watch the Jackass movie, but can we do better for Sammy? Can we do better for Sammy? Like, did he, did he, he never fucking got his intercontinental match, did he? And, and maybe I'm just fucking drawing a blank. I think so. I don't feel like he got it. I think uh, Shinsuke got hurt or something. So this is, this is where we're putting Sammy's out. Right? Yeah. Uh, what else did we get on SmackDown? Oh, we got a Seth and Roman Reigns uh, face-to-face meeting finally. Yes. We're, we're in ring where they got to talk uh, shit to each other. Um, I, it looks to me, it, if I just kind of read the situation quickly, I think Seth Rollins is going to be the face of the situation. It looks like they're going to lean a little more into like the comedic Seth for that. Even though he does kind of have that, he has that, that kind of, that one up card where he's continuously beaten Roman Reigns in big matches. Yeah. So there's always that, there's that story element. Um, what, what else? Uh, heel and face has kind of become a loose term right now in WWE. I agree. You were talking to me about this earlier with Dewdrop, uh, Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair, right? Uh-huh. Who is what? We know Bianca's the face. Yes. Then we know, I guess Dewdrop's the heel. And, I, and Becky's trapped in this world where she's in between, I think, right? Yeah. She tries to be a heel, but the crowd just, they just won't let it go full heel. So I get what they say when they, I understand the comparisons to Stone Cold, even though it's a fucking ridiculous comparison. <laughs> but I understand the sentiment that people are making when they say that Becky Lynch is trapped in that Stone Cold world where even if she tries to turn full heel, the crowd's just not going to let her. True. I true. did read, interestingly enough, okay. she doesn't refer to herself as the man anymore. And I believe that's because of the falling out between WWE and Ric Flair. Uh, Ric Flair. Did I miss something there? I don't understand. So they fired him. And then after, I think, all that dark side of the ring shit. And he's kind of, like, he's become Mr. Like fucking AEW cheerleader. And he shits all over WWE, so which is just fucking where like. Where did the man come from? Him? Yeah, because he was the man, and I think he crowned her the man. Oh, And okay. so, like, that's that moniker. So Bex now she's big-time Bex. But I've, it's time to move on anyway. But I, yeah, I, I yeah. just thought that was interesting. I like Rick big Flair time annoys Bex. me. He's one of those people, like, every time you get fired or, or, like, leave a company, you don't have to shit on said company. No matter if you feel it's right or wrong, just move on. Yeah. Just be bigger and move on. I think that's kind of the whole, like, knock on AEW that irritates me sometimes is that like all these guys who move on, like CM Punk and them, they feel this need in their promos to to take shots back at WWE. Mm-hmm. And that makes good TV. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but- it does make good TV, but it's also like a little bit like, oh, you're fucking bitter. Yeah, you are bitter. You got there because of where you came from. Okay, so speaking of Seth Rollins, uh, Seth and Kevin had a, a little uh, promo segment on Monday Night Raw, and that uh-huh. was fun. I'm yeah. glad to see. I was worried. I thought the friendship was over. No, I thought WWE was going to do this thing where like things get a little jumbled up and we go, we're going to move on from this story and we're not going to talk about it. But no, we got back in there and we got the best friends interacting. And then we got, we got a little twist. We got Damian priest who came out to the ring. I did see that. And this interests me because I think I, you know, when I try to, you know, I play the game with like the minority report where I'm fucking moving things in my head and trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm always wrong. 
Yeah. But I'm trying to figure this out and I'm going, well, is this a tease that like maybe Kevin Owens could win the United States championship? Seth Rollins could win the universal championship. And instead of them being tag team champions, like I first thought would be great. What if we just had double champs? Yeah. What if the best friends were champs? And what if that leads long-term into a Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, universal title feud? I, I could see the potential there. It's a different route than I thought they were going to go, but I think it's an interesting route. It makes sense because I don't think Damian Priest needs the United States title to do this whole Damian Priest thing. I agree with you. In fact, I almost feel like the title takes away from the fact that he's kind of just like a badass, a monster. Yeah. Badass. Right. Yeah. This good guy, bad guy thing. Like the belt just is kind of fucking in the way. Mm-hmm. So let's take the belt off him. Let's put it back on Kevin, which is still disrespectful to Kevin. Let's be honest, right? He's a fucking main event talent. But it's the argument that we do make all the time that it gives relevancy to that mid-card belt again. Let's bring the US, United States title up. Let's give it to Kevin. Let's let them do the best friend buddy. I call it buddy cop, but like the buddy thing, right? Yeah. We're the two best friends. We're champions. We're the best. I think you could you could get a lot of milk out of that out of that coconut. Yeah, because then eventually they have to turn on each eventually other. Eventually they turn on each other. So there's a long, you get like six months worth of story out of that. Mm-hmm. They call it the long game. <sighs> yeah. Um, I thought, and someone mentioned this to me, that Kevin Owens was a sleeper to win the Royal Rumble, but I think this eliminated that thought. Okay. I think watching Raw and kind of putting all the pieces together, I think he's in line for a United States title run. And I don't, like, I still... Right now, my heart says that's Biggie's to win the Royal Rumble. You think? I, I'm not. I'm not making my prediction yet. That'll come next week. But right now, like just off the top of my head, heart of hearts, I think that's Biggie's to win. And I think at WrestleMania, this is just off the top of my head, Biggie Bobby Lashley. Oh. Mm, does Bobby Lashley beat Rock Lesnar? He has to, right? No. I don't no. know. I fucking love Brock I don't know. Lesnar's I gotta, promo, I gotta by work the way. This, I gotta work this through a little more. Yeah. I have to work it through. You like Brock Lesnar, you said? Yeah. I liked Lately? the promo that they made for him. I liked it. Which, which one are you talking about? Uh, well, when they showed everything that Brock Lesnar had done. I fucking... I, I don't even remember. Like, Raw and SmackDown yeah, become did, a blur to me. they did one for I vaguely uh, Bobby remember. Lashley, and then they did one for Oh, uh, no, no, no. I know Brock what you're Lesnar. talking about. I know what you're talking about now. You're making me feel crazy for no, a minute. No, no. And that, that leads into... Uh, okay, well, no. First off... Uh, just I caught something real quick in the uh, Seth Rollins thing, the uh-huh. promo. Did you notice? Fucking WWE, they know how to sell merchandise. Uh, uh, no, at, at one point, Seth Rollins mentions beating Roman Reigns, which I think is likely to happen. Yeah. Seth Rollins taking that that Universal Championship, which is currently what color? Blue. And making it? Red. Which means everybody's got to go fucking buy new belts if they want to be in the <laughs> It Club, in the, in the belt It Club. <laughs> Fucking great marketing, great merchandising, moving the belt. At first, I was like, why would you move the belt? There it is. There it is, right? The fucking belt changes again, and anybody who doesn't have a red belt, they're running to the store to get get themselves a red belt. belt. And Uh I was considering... Hey, you know what? That's why all the belts were going on sale. It's probably right. You're probably right. The blue belt was a little bit cheap. Uh, I was considering updating one of these two belts with with one of the current... WWE titles. Yeah. I'm who that red one's looking red is my color, right? Red mm-hmm. desk, red logo, red, red artwork on this on the, the show. Yeah. There's a good chance if that belt turns red, then I'm gonna be buying Ooh. me a red belt. Look at that chair. 
Red you represent belt, the red, red and blue. blue. It's red and blue. So yep. I can go either way on that there. This chair is bisexual. <laughs> I, that was a stupid joke. <laughs> that was, was a dumb. terrible that joke. That was horrible. Um, oh, next week we're getting a weigh-in okay. between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. And I would love this idea if they fucking made weights matter, right? Yeah. Like if it was even really like if they weighed in and it actually mattered, this would be cool. Other than that, this is like one of those, oh fuck, we have a whole nother week that we have to do something. Let's do it. But that led me into, and without getting like real deep back into like size matters in wrestling, even though it does fucking matter without getting too deep into that. How I want to know, how would people feel about, about really adding weight classes to professional wrestling um having a heavyweight division a light heavyweight division and a a cruiserweight division right so i I feel like if you start placing guys you got your your brock lesnar's your roman reigns your drew mcintyre's uh even your biggies those guys can be you know heavyweights yeah big boys then you got your seth's your AJ Styles, some of those guys that are medium sized, and then I guess cruiserweight, you can throw some like Rey Mysterios, some of the smaller guys in there. I don't know. I haven't like I haven't worked out the fucking weight classes, but it interests me because does it not offer just a little more potential for like more main event quality stars? UFC does this well, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Every belt matters in UFC. And in WWE, it doesn't feel that way. But if there was a heavyweight title, if there was a light heavyweight title and there was a cruiserweight title or maybe just heavyweight and light heavyweight, I don't know how you how you position it, but you can't do the bullshit where you make one more important than the other. They both have to feel equally important. And then what there's still opportunity for is just like in UFC, these super fights, right? True. Where Rey Mysterio can still fight someone like Brock Lesnar, but it becomes a spectacle of size, right? Yeah. It becomes about this guy is going to overcome all the odds and step up a weight class to fight a guy who we all see is obviously bigger. I like, I, I, I toy with the idea of liking that. I don't know long-term if WWE has the patience to build like multiple weight classes up. It seems like they just panic and go Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, right? Yeah. But I like, I toy with the idea in my head and I want to get like, I want to hear people's opinions on that. What, how could you make it work? Could you make weight classes work in professional wrestling? All right. Overall, I thought Raw was good. I thought it was good again. I think this is two weeks that I've left with like a good taste in my mouth after Raw. SmackDown, I I generally think is, has been a quality show for the last three or four months. But Raw, to me, and I know people are going to fucking shit on it, but once again, it's my opinion. I think Raw's been good. It's been a good watch. I liked the finish. I liked the finish with the Hurt Locker taking out Bobby Lashley and the Usos taking out Seth Rollins. It adds just an element, like an extra layer of bullshit to those matches. Yep. Like good bullshit though. I like the good bullshit. Good bullshit, right? Like it makes you think like Seth has to overcome the whole bloodline. Now it looks like that uh, Bobby Lashley is going to have to contend with not just Roman, I mean, uh, uh, Brock Lesnar, but the Hurt Locker may come into play here. Yeah. So, I cool, good finish. Uh, solid finish, especially for a week where the champion isn't part of the show. You know, and you can't, but I, I don't, you can't book long-term like that. 
Yeah. WWE, they can't fall into that. Like, we're either going to have to get the belt off of Brock Lesnar, which I don't think is going to happen. I think Seth's going to have to bring another belt over, and then Brock can can take his belt and go play on SmackDown. <laughs> just an FYI, just yeah. one more overreaction to, uh, to Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate. Uh, here we go. I hate. I hate. Everybody says I hate. Yeah. I hate Liv Morgan's new theme song. I, I had told you a couple weeks ago that I, I fucking loved the like creepy doll music that she uses. Yeah. I don't know if you even noticed it, but they've updated it to like a pop EDM song. Uh, so I heard it at first. I heard it real quickly so it and starts, I thought it was going to be Alexa, Alexa Bliss at first. No, I didn't so it, really hear it. It starts the same way with like the creepiness, but then they've been doing this thing where they like, they keep the noticeable part of the music and then mm-hmm. they transition. They did it with Sami Zayn. And they transitioned it into like a new theme. Yeah. I, I hate it though. I liked her music worked for her, whether she was face or heel. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't understand the need to change that song. I really fucking despise that music. Fuck that. All right. Let's get into the dirt sheets for the week here. Okay. So found an article on SE scoops that said Cody Rhodes is working for W or AEW without a contract. Yeah. So the report is that Cody Rhodes is apparently a, I do this quote unquote, a free agent, right? Mm-hmm. That, uh, so we're supposed to believe that uh, Cody Rhodes is available for the Royal Rumble. I, the problem with this is the casual in me, yeah. the casual fan in me goes, oh shit. What a swerve if WWE got Cody Rhodes from, even though I don't like Cody Rhodes, yeah. it's still a big name. It's still cool. It's still a big name. But the like, the logical thinker in me goes, Cody Rhodes doesn't need a contract to work with AEW at this point. Yeah. He doesn't have to be under contract. Cody Rhodes is an AEW legacy at this exactly. point. Exactly. Is there a big enough bag of money that WWE could set on Cody Rhodes' doorstep and go, look at this bag of money. Will you come? Of course there is. There is. Mm-hmm. Would Tony Khan let that happen? I don't fucking think so. Daddy Khan. I think Daddy Khan. I don't think Big Daddy Khan lets... He's not going to let one of his names go the other way. <laughs> he's just not right now. He's got the momentum of like the place to be for free agents. Yeah. So I don't think he likes the perception of like Cody going to WWE. Uh, but like I said, the, the, like the casual fan of me was like, what are the fucking odds that Cody Rhodes could show up at the, at the WWE Royal Rumble? Right. That's the casual fan of me. Uh, just a fun thought I had just fucking around in my head was like, what if Cody Rhodes did work out some kind of deal to come back to the Royal Rumble and then completely fucking sabotaged it? Dude, that would be just fucking Just got epic. in the ring and refused to fucking get out. <laughs> and just was like, you know, just, just fucking fucked up the whole flow of the Rumble, messed it up, and then tried to go back. I just don't think WWE stupid enough to sign him long term. Yeah. But then what? Would You'd have to fire him, right? Yeah. You, or would you just keep him under contract and be like, all right, you're going to sit in that fucking chair and you're not going to wrestle. Ooh. But if there's a big enough bag of money, I'd be like, cool. I'm, yeah, cool. Sure. I fucked there. up the rumble. You, I'd wave to Tony Khan. You got any flaming tables for me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, second story of the day. AEW dominates the 2021 PWI Pro Wrestling uh, Informers Awards. I think it's Informer. Uh, okay. WWE nearly shut out. Talk about a fucking joke of an award situation, right? Okay. A fucking, you talk about like the most IWC thing ever. It was this fucking list of awards. 
I, I mean, I get Who it. Who votes on them? I believe it's a fan vote, which means this is where the fucking like IWC jerks off is around <laughs> this fucking publication, right? They sit around, they jerk off on this magazine. But wrestler of the year, Kenny Omega. Really? I guess. He wrestled like, what, five fucking times? Yeah. He didn't wrestle that much. Okay. As a champion, he didn't fucking, he, he's not there every week like Roman Reigns. Yeah. And, and I, like, that's not a WWE versus AEW thing, but Roman fucking is there every week. So True. the credit has got to go to, like, I don't get it, right? Tag team of the year, Young Bucks. All RK right. bro, bro. I mean, I, okay. I do like our Young Bucks, though. I, I don't know if they're tag team of the fucking year. What, they didn't do that much either. They, they had the one real big match with the Lucha Brothers. But once yeah. again, I, I don't have just a ton of fucking Young Buck memories in my head. True. Uh, then we got match of the year, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Great match. Yeah. Right? This is the one where they bled all over each other. Yeah. Great match. I don't think it was match of the year. I really don't. Like, besides the blood being shocking, I don't know that it was match of the year. If there wasn't blood, would it have been? That's my point. Like, that's my point. They used the blood. And we'll get to that in a minute, too. Okay. Feud of the year, Chris Jericho, MJF. That's fine. Most popular wrestler of the year, CM Punk. I mean, I feel like, I you know, he's loved in some circles and hated in others. That's why this is like, this is the IWC fucking side of things here. Yeah. Most hated wrestler of the year, MJF. I I believe that. I can see that. I believe that. I got a problem. He's a great bad guy. Comeback of the year, CM Punk. I don't know if you quit if it's really a comeback. True. Right? Like, I think you have to be hurt or something. Like, there has to be circumstances to to fucking be, to to quit and then come back. Be kind of bitch of the year. (laughs) I don't know if you're fucking comeback person of the year. Then here we go. Uh, Most improved wrestler of the year, Britt Baker. That's fine. I mean, I, I guess that's fine. I, I don't even know. So but here we go. Inspirational wrestler of the year, which is the fucking hustle award. Okay. This is the bullshit award. <laughs> this is like the fucking award. You don't really want to win. Yeah. Edge. We're going to give that one to a WWE guy. Inspirational <laughs> fucking store or wrestler. Of the what year. made him so inspirational? I guess that he's come back from injuries and things like that, which yeah. is cool. Like I'm fine with that, but like, don't, don't shit on the WWE like that and give them one fucking award. And then Rookie of the Year, Jade Cargill. Yeah. I like Jade Cargill. I, I like her. You did. But I don't think you she's, do. I mean, I don't think she's overly fucking impressive. She's kind of, this kind of the Omos of AEW's women division. Yeah. Like I she hasn't just been overly impressive in the ring. I think she's well on her way. I don't think we've ever seen a wrestler that's the physical specimen that she is. And I imagine that there's going to come a day when she's fucking amazing at this. But yeah. to be rookie of the year, like, I feel like there's some other names in there that you you probably should have thrown around, right? True, true. I get called WWE fanboy all the time. And probably defending this list or going against this list is going to just, like, fuck them. They're going to ride against me even harder. But you, you got to know, like, this was the most IWC thing ever, right? The people who vote on this are the IWC, obviously. I didn't even know you could vote on it. So I didn't you either. Go. And this is like their little club that they get together and they fucking promote. They probably sent their, out like mass wrestlers. emails and texts. So I don't and- know if you saw, but there's like, there's pictures of like CM Punk and Britt Baker with their plaques. Really? They're holding their plaques, right? So I thought, why don't we make some plaques? Because I feel like at this point, anybody can fucking send an award and you can just choose whoever the fuck you want. Yeah. So why don't we make some plaques? Because I don't know if you've seen the plaques. No. These 1980 ass black and gold engraved fucking wood grain ass 
give to your fifth grade soccer coach plaques? Okay, I'm that's what they had. They look like the shit you give to your fifth grade. Like if I'm making plaques, I'm gonna make a plaque. I'm going full color, badass sublimation, badass printing, nice ass plaque, and I'm gonna send it to a couple wrestlers and see if they'll fucking take some photos for me. See if they'll hold up my plaque, huh? Luigi Primo, wrestler of the fucking year. Do you see that plaque? Yeah. Do you see that 1980s ass black and gold? Like, come on, man. You got to do better than that if you're going to give awards out. Yeah. That shit looks like some shit that you get to your fifth grade soccer coach. Graves anymore. Engraved plaques. That's my point. That is 1980s, bro. That's my point. That's it's fucking like you can't do better than that. I don't want your award. You give me that award, I'm smashing it on the fucking ground. Get like a fucking LED award or something like that. Sublimated ones. I can go full printed. We got a giant printer in our fucking house. Oh, okay. Moving on. WWE. Uh, oh, so article says WWE is critical of AEW for the use of blood and gory and self mutilation as the WWE labels it. Right. So the WWE has basically come out and said that in the year 2022, there is no place for blood and gore in professional wrestling. That's stupid. Gore is a little fucking extreme. Like that's a little bit extreme to label it. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, This is paraphrasing part of the quote, but they said, we believe that that type of dangerous and brutal display is not appealing to our network partners, our sponsors, our venues, children, or the general public as a whole. All right. Y'all fucking say I'm a WWE ride or die, but no, not on this shit. This is wrong. WWE is wrong. 100%. 100%. Network, Parker, uh, network partners, when they start controlling your product, that's a problem. I don't like that, right? Yeah. Children, they fucking bleed as well. Like, nobody believes that in a fight, there's not going to be some blood. True. Do you need blood every week? No, you don't. Does AEW overuse blood? I don't think so, but some people do say they do. I don't think they do. Yeah. It's not on there every week. They don't bleed every week, so. So I don't think so. I think the women have used it more often than the men, but I think to a good effect, right? Mm -hmm. There's something, it's weird. I don't know what it is. It's just the psychology of like, when you see the women wrestlers bleed, it makes you go like, oh, there's some fucking badasses, right? Yeah, because I don't know if it's, I'm I'm not trying to be sexist, but because they're girls and so like, I don't know, but. I think it's just the psychology of like seeing those girls be badass. Just like it's and more effective. And yeah, like it's more effective it. than the yeah. men. We've seen the men bleed a million times. Yeah, well, <laughs> but WWE Jericho is wrong. Matchup. Like I believe that used effectively in the right like context for storytelling. That's uh-huh. blood is good. Blood, yeah. blood can be a key part of a story. I there's a part of me that believes that Brock Lesnar punches somebody. They're probably going to bleed. The the Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley match uh-huh. could use blood. 100% could use blood. True. It just adds like the gladiator feel to the match. And if WWE is going to work on like the, the belief that these are fights, even though they don't, but it's still, it's two guys in a ring fighting. It's modern day gladiator plays. Yeah. Blood is going to have to be a part of it. I don't like that, that it's not. Yeah. I, and like I said, some people accuse AEW of overusing it. I'm going to fall on the AEW side of this one and say, I, I don't feel like it's overused. I felt like the Jericho and what was the other fucking crazy ass guy's name? Oh, I watched a whole podcast and I can't remember something right now. Gage, right? I, don't I believe remember. it's something gauge, but like that match was effective because I looked at that and I was like, 
God damn, Jericho. That was one of the first matches that we had watched, or at least I had watched of AEW, and that got me interested in them. And I was like, oh my God, it was this different. is what I've been was, missing. But this quote, this quote is very telling, right? That that this brutal display is not appealing to network partners. This this is the separate. This is what separates WWE from AEW. For better or for worse, AEW is definitely trying to appease its fans. WWE is running like a business and they're worried about network partners. They're worried about their, their visuals to children, to venues and to the general public as a whole. So I, I, I guess I get it. But I think when you talk about like casual wrestling fans, they still are interested in the right story with, with some kind of blood. I don't know about labeling it gore. It's not fucking mortal Kombat. It's not death matches. No one's arms are falling off. Right. (laughs) Um, last story, WWE fans are freaking about uh, freaking out about Walter from NXT. Okay. They've changed his name. Okay. They've changed his name. So I'm going to, I have to approach this story objectively, right? As a casual, this is me going into casual fan. I mean, okay. I'm a non NXT watching wrestling fan. Yes. Which means I know who Walter is. Okay. I know who he is. I could like, I can see what he looks like, but I don't know. I don't know his matches. I don't have experience watching Walter. So I can't speak on his talents or who he is or what his name means to him, but Mm -hmm. I know who he is. Right. But I've had a lot of people as I've done some of these lists of like the wrestlers I'd start a company with or the Mount Rushmore or like the top wrestlers. A lot of people always fucking throw Walter into whatever list I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people tell me, you got to get eyeballs on this kid, Walter. You got to watch him. Yeah. He's big. He's physical. He's like, he's my style of wrestler. Mm-hmm. But, but as far as I know, like, I don't know Walter. Right. The, and, and I think that says a lot about like the casual wrestling world. The, the real casual wrestling world doesn't have a lot of experience with this dude, Walter. I don't know who Walter I is. I do think there's a hardcore casual wrestler fan. Not quite IWC, not quite the know-it-all, but there's people who are WWE fans who do get into NXT. Yeah. I think they know who Walter is. And so what I'm getting at with this long-winded approach is to the casual person, I don't think this is very important, right? His name's going from Walter to Gunther. Okay. To me, it doesn't really fucking mean anything. But I think to people who have followed his path, I don't understand if he's worked for WWE. NXT UK for a long time under the name Walter. I believe he set records under the name Walter. Yeah. Without some kind of great explanation. I find it really weird. The need to change a wrestler's name, not oh, yeah. shorten it. Cause sometimes they take like Biggie used to be Biggie Langston <laughs> and then they remove part of the name, right? Langston. Part. So a lot of times WWE will shorten names. The only thing I can think of is there's, is there some kind of weird like trademarking issue with the name Walter? Is that his real name? And they're afraid, you know, we're going to build a star here and then he's going to take that name and run. I, I guess that's what it is. I think it's coincidence, but you want to hear the crazy part of this is they changed his name to Gunther something. I'm not sure what the other part of the name was, but it's, it's a name of a, a Nazi general. Ooh. So that like the people are kind of like, Whoa, like we're going to change not just, from Walter to Gunther, but we're just going to go straight Nazi on this. Yeah. That's he's crazy. already kind of like a sketchy looking, like <laughs> scary, big white guy. Is that the bald one? That's older. I, I don't. So like, I don't know his name, his age, but yeah. he is a big, I believe 
either bald or buzz cut, but like extremely big white person. All like right. Brock Lesnar sized. My overall opinion, because like I said, I can't comment too deep. I don't know too much. My overall opinion is I feel sorry for like the human being that is him, right? Walter. Because instead of our first impressions of him being, oh, fuck, he's a great wrestler. My first real exposure to him coming over to like NXT 2.0 is that he's got a fucking Nazi name, right? That's, <laughs> that's my first exposure. And I guess that's a double-edged sword, right? Because I'm talking about him and I don't talk about NXT people. Yeah. So if, if there was any kind of dumb luck in that, it's that, all right, all eyes are on you now, Gunther. Gunther. Right? And I'm probably going to peep in on NXT to see what you're all about and, and to, to put eyeballs on you. So maybe like from, from that standpoint, you get a little bit like what they say, like all press is good press. Yeah. So maybe that's, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get into this week's uh, burning question. Are you ready for it? Burning. Yeah. All right. <sighs> All right. So I, I was accused of going face this week. Because I, because I took a week off last week because I, I had to catch my breath from the fucking shit storm that came from the Darby Allen and the size comparisons. I got, I got fucking told I was turning face. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go back into some like real discussion here. Okay. So the last couple of weeks, like I said, I've been, I've been shitting pretty hard on Sammy Guevara. I've been shitting pretty hard on Darby Allen. I've been shitting pretty hard on CM Punk. For all of the allegations of their douchebaggery, right? Yes. And uh, the, the stupid human things. Are you leaving? Because I'm going to need my graphic in like two seconds. All right. <laughs> the, all the douchebaggery and stupid things that they do and say. Uh, it was brought to my attention this week. The WWE, they're not immune to this kind of shit, right? Okay. I don't know about it. But like I said, casual wrestling fan. I'm learning as we go. Yes. Okay. Okay. There's douchebags in both companies. Okay, who's the douchebag? I was informed that Matt Riddle <gasps> is a fucking douchebag. No. The story is Matt Riddle cheated on his wife and left his three kids and moved to Orlando from California. No. Matt Riddle is a douchebag. No. Yeah. And if I'm going to call out Sammy Guevara, ah. if I'm going to call out Sammy Guevara for what now, what now doesn't seem so fucking bad. Yeah. When I put the two in comparison. And we didn't have kids, bro. You and have they to, weren't even married yet. So exactly. You got to be fair, right? I, sh I fucking took a shot on Sammy Guevara last Shit, week, right? Shat all over him because I thought this is douchebaggery. This is worse. You're yeah. right. Sammy Guevara. He left his fiance. That's fucking douchebag, right? Yeah. Proposed to her on national TV. That's douchebag, right? Yeah. Then, then fucking went and got with Tay Conti or whatever her name is. But right? at least he didn't knock her up, get married to her, and then say, just, bitch. Just fucking up and leave his family. What, what is the problem with just like doing it the correct way and being like, hey, we need to divorce. And I'm going to move on and, and still like be a part of this. I don't get it. And apparently like this is even like continuing today. Yeah. That he tweeted something like, I'm out here living my best life. And she tweeted back like, yeah, because you fucking just left your family Fuck. and moved to Orlando. So I want to, uh, I was also told, this is just quick on top of that, that Austin Theory okay. has some kind of douchebaggery. I did research. I can't find it yet. Well. I don't know what it is. So somebody's going to need to educate me. But what this is all leading to before we get to the actual burning question is we're going to start something new here. 
Okay. We're going to go with the notorious nerdy D douchebag squad. Ooh, yeah. I like Bring it. up the graphic. All right. We currently have four members oh. on the official douchebag squad. We got CM Punk is a douchebag because of his airport comments and not making. If he wants to clarify those comments and, and tell Come us. Come at me, bro. And tell us that. I mean, he that, that doesn't have to be to me. Come but if at, he at me. Some point, I'm just kidding. If he at some point clarifies those comments. <laughs> yeah. And says that it's about like memorabilia collectors i'll remove him go back to the list i need the list okay sammy guevara we know he's a douchebag yes. i've just stated why right yes darby allen the allegations true or false douchebag yeah our newest member matt riddle yeah. left his family left his kids douchebag i've got up there on the graphic a question mark Who's the new the thing one? is i need everybody to just bring me bring me up bring to speed us the dirt bro on who the douchebags are so we can put together an informed list yeah. Of the douchebags of professional wrestling. For sure. So that graphic will be Bring updated. it to light, bro. It will continue. All right, you can go to the bathroom if you need to now. All right. All right. Uh, okay. Don't add this Don't add this to the clip. Like when you cut this clip for everybody to see, you can just walk in front of the camera. It's not going to mess anything up. But don't add this to the, don't add this to the clip. I assume that when you pose the question on TikTok and on the internet, who needs to be added to the douchebaggery list? I assume that I'm going to win that vote. I believe that people are going to think that I deserve to be on that list. So this is kind of an inside joke that we'll know and see how many people fucking do the stupid, like low hanging fruit and say that it's me that needs to be uh, added to the douchebag list here. But okay. So to the, onto the real topic, right? I, I kind of sat back and reflected all week about, uh, uh, lots of people still seem to be in love with some of these characters of these people that I label to be douchebags, right? There's still people with a deep love for Darby Allen. There's still people with a deep love for Sammy Guevara. There's still people with a deep love for CM Punk. And it led me to believe that like wrestling is one of the only mediums where we kind of combine the human being with the character they're portraying on TV, right? Because yeah. there's lots of movies and actors that I watch that I can't stand the fucking person, like maybe Alec Baldwin, right? I think he's a douchebag. But I still watch 30 Rock and go, I like his character. I think he's funny. I, I like that, right? So yes. I'm able to separate the two. But for some reason, in uh, professional wrestling, I'm unable to separate the, the human being from the from the character and it works both ways right because you you can separate the human being from the character but you also have to separate the character from the human being and it's it's a weird thing and i know i'm 100 percent guilty of taking people like sammy guevara and going i don't like what he does in his personal life so fuck sammy guevara the wrestler when reality yes. they're two different people he's He's playing a TV character and I should still be able to like that character, even though I self-admittedly, I can't, I can't bring myself to do that. Right. Yeah. So my question is, is it, is it wrong to take people's off mat personal attributes and like moral values and apply those to their, their in ring character? Is that, is that wrong? My short answer to that. I think if you take it on a case by case basis, you, you, you kind of got to approach each one differently, right? You have to look at 
someone like Sammy Guevara who that's like young people stupid shit. Now it doesn't right? look so bad. But it's, it's young people stupid yes. shit. I'm 36, going to be 37 years old. I had to make sure. I'm 36, going to be 37 <laughs> years old. I'm in a whole different fucking position than like Sammy Guevara who's like 24 or 25. So, so like, I can't, I can't really hold that against his wrestling character and persona. That's, that's stupid. Yeah. So I get that. Like, I have to disconnect that. But then I go someone like Darby Allen, who I hear the allegations of him, like abusing women. And I hear the allegations of him abusing like less fortunate people. Yeah. And, and I see like him kind of being a reality TV whore and things like that. Yeah. And I take those and I go, well, that transfers over because the character he's playing, mm-hmm. he's almost trying to pass that off. And when he tweets things at like, forgot the girl's name, Cora Jade, I think. Uh-huh. Like, you're not a real skateboarder. I'm a real skateboarder. I think he just introduced real life into his character. Yeah. So I have to take that and go, oh, you're a douchebag. I, I can't be a fan of yours because my moral values don't line up with your moral values. Right. Then we get to someone like CM Punk, where I'm 100% guilty of not allowing him to just be the human being that he is, right? True. Because I know I tend to be an asshole in public spaces. When I'm around people that I don't know or don't like, I come off kind of asshole-ish. So I get that. And I can understand his need for personal space and stuff, even though I don't agree with it. Yes. There's two different sides to that. And so that made me think, like, I should be able to separate the fact that I don't like necessarily everything that Phil Brooks says I can still be a fan of CM Punk, right? I, you're supposed to be, right? Yeah. But uh, So let me clear something up. It's not going to change the way I talk about these people. Because my opinion is my opinion. And if they don't morally line up with, with what I believe, I'm going to speak out about it because I get an opinion. Just like they get to be who they are, I get to sit in front of a microphone and say whatever the fuck I want. True. It's, what, it's what I'm entitled to do because I fucking learn the skills to, to put together a show so I can do whatever I want. I don't have to be a hardcore IWC wrestling fan to have opinions. My problem is this works both ways, right? If I'm going to have that opinion, I can't be so mad when people take that same approach to me when I address the character that is a wrestler, right? So I'll, I'll give you an example. I've gone on record as I'm not a Biggie fan. Yeah. The character. The character of Biggie. I'm not a fan. Never have been. Don't think he's that funny. I think he comes off a little weird. Mm -hmm. I think he could be more aggressive. I have all kinds of things I think I don't like about Biggie's character. And every time I say that, do you know what the comments come back? You're a racist. You're a racist, bro. You're just not okay with a black champion. And I go, well, that's not exactly what the fuck I mean because... If you want to be like, if you want to be real realistic, you want to like take reality into the situation. If, if I'm looking at the, the list of wrestlers that I like, right. Yeah. Quote unquote that I like. Yeah. I would say that 90% of them, I wouldn't want to fucking hang out with. They're not people that I could see myself like aligning or going, uh, hanging out with. Mm-hmm. When I start to look at just like wrestlers in general and, and like the human beings. Yeah. I would say that in reality, like the new day, Biggie, Kofi, Xavier, those are my people. That's yeah. who I grew up like in, in a sports locker room. That was who I would gravitate to. Mm-hmm. They're positive. They're fucking, they're funny. They're energetic. That's my people. That's the kind of people I want to associate with. So when I separate the character of Big E out from like, 
I've seen Biggie in documentaries. I've seen Xavier Woods on, on his YouTube channel. I've seen Kofi Kingston. It seems to me that their moral values line up better with my moral values and I like them as people. So it's weird, right? Because yeah. I, I know I get labeled like certain things when I say certain things, but the reality is I just don't, I don't like the character. So we get into this game again of like, how do you separate the character from the human being? And to kind of bring this all like around, I think that in the year 2022, the problem is, is that wrestling has taken it upon itself to try to blur the lines between what is like the television show wrestling and like reality and social media. It's become almost, they do it with like total divas. They do it with total Bellas. They do it with like the roads to the top. They do it on social media all the time. Instagram, Facebook, MJF is always in character. So I think the line has been blurred on what is real, like what we're supposed to believe is the character and what we're supposed to believe is the wrestler, right? Yeah. Like Darby Allen is clearly believes somewhere deep down inside that like the character he's portraying on TV is an authentic representation of himself. Yes. And so like, I, I guess that's weird to me that wrestling has kind of trained us to form our opinions around the human being and not just the character these days. Right. So mm -hmm. I don't have a right or wrong answer to this. I, to like bring it all home. I just wanted to kind of pose like a thought process for other people to chime in and kind of give me their opinion so I can weigh out. Am I just completely fucking wrong? Or, or is there some validity to like taking the wrestler's personal life and applying it to the character of the wrestler? This is one of those times where like, maybe I get humbled, right? Somebody may have a great point and I'm, I'm willing to like be open-minded and listen as to why, why I should like separate the two. Cause, cause as far as I'm concerned right now, I find it real hard to separate like the human being from the character of the wrestler, but I do find it extremely easy to separate the character of the person from the human being. If, yeah. if does that make sense? Yeah. Does that I make sense? It. Yes. All right. As crazy as that sounds, let's, uh, let's address a couple comments. All right. Uh, this one comes from at one King one on TikTok. Uh, I was talking to you about this earlier. So WWE should do like a Disney of wrestling, find a location, build a world of wrestling just to host all the shows there, like the Thunderdome and save money. I like a lot of this. I like where you're going. One King. I like a lot of this. Have a few issues with this. Number one. I don't know if I'm a big fan of moving all of wrestling to one location. True. Especially if it's like Orlando or a place like that. I feel like the only place that could work is possibly Vegas because you have a constant new crowd. True. But like in Orlando, I don't think tourism's big during the school year as big. So yeah. I don't know that I think you're going to get burnout if you just play the same show in the same place over. It's been tried before and well, I just like don't think AEW pretty much does it because they go the same places. Yeah, but they hit kind of the, the heart of, of like that indie wrestling. They, they kind of follow a little path. They still have multiple locations they go to. I just don't know that. I don't know if you could do it all in one place. Uh, secondly, I don't know if a WWE theme park like in its entirety works. I don't know if there's enough people who are going to like spend the dollar to just go to a park after WWE. What I like about your idea is I think we could, we could expand, like expand this and go, 
Maybe somewhere like Universal Studios. Have a section. Where they have like Jurassic Park. They have Harry Potter. They now have the Super Mario World. I think a section, a healthy section of a theme park with a WWE theming could work extremely well. Yeah. Extremely well, especially because it's positioned towards more the younger audience. <clears throat> you could have a couple WWE rides. You could have, uh, I think something cool we talked about would be like the, an actual like entrance stage, like where you actually wait in a line or a queue uh-huh. to get up and do like a, a actual full production entrance. And like, you like get we to did download, WrestleMania? Kind of, but on even a bigger scale where like they make it look like you're physically at an episode of Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, that would be And then cool. I think it would also be cool to, like, within that area, do a WWE Hall of Fame building with, like, memorabilia and statues and things. Because as of right now, like, the WWE Hall of Fame doesn't really have a home. No, they did that whole show about going to find all the memorabilia. And yeah, then... so I love this idea. Yeah. Like, I love this idea, One King. I just think, like, we got to work out the details, and then we can, once we get this all figured out, we'll at WWE, and we'll kind of lay out. We'll lay out the entire plan and, and you know, hopefully they, yeah, for sure. Hopefully they pay this engine. Yeah. I, do, I have a feeling they won't, but we'll, we'll take our best fucking shot at it. Right. <laughs> uh, second comment is from at James young, eight, eight, six. And this is in reference to, uh, I believe I put up a video about Bianca Belair being the new John Cena. Mm-hmm. He says she, and I believe he's speaking Bianca Belair. Yeah. He doesn't go into specifics. Had a run. It failed. W.H., give her another one. I'm assuming W.H. is why the hell? What? Is that? I don't know. What the hell? What the hell? Who knows? So why the hell give her another one? Are we under the assumption that Bianca Belair's like first title run was a failure? I didn't know that was a thing. I thought it, I thought it was decent. It was 132 days. I thought she did So good. 132 days as, as SmackDown champion feels like a pretty solid run for somebody who is a not young in age, but like a newer WWE superstar. Yeah. I mean, the crowd clearly loves her. The, cro- the crowd loves her. It seemed to be a solid run, right? I think that Bianca just ran into that. Becky was ready to come back. They needed a way to get Becky in. They needed a big surprise at SummerSlam. And so that, that it was kind of that mid card surprise. We bring Becky back. Unfortunately, I don't agree with it, but she squashes Bianca. And it began the secondary story, which is the same story I think that Big E needs. It's the secondary redemption story. Yes. Where you're chasing the title. Some people do better chasing the glory, chasing the title. So I think that she just fell victim to, to Becky needing to come back and it being time to give her that redemption story, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Bianca Belair. Someone told me on, on TikTok she cries too much. I haven't noticed that yet. But I, I feel like I'll be more aware of that at this point, that, that Bianca Belair cries for everything that happens. I think that that just kind of speaks to her character being that like John Cena passionate style character. You have to have those characters like you can fucking hate John Cena all you want. But that character is great for wrestling. Oh, definitely. Some people love him. And, and there's a group of people who hate him because he's so loved. And, and so, like, now that John Cena's gone, I think the, uh, fucking a lot of WWE fans realize how much he's missed. Mm-hmm. But maybe maybe I'm wrong, right? It feels to me like, for the most part, most people believe that Bianca Belair's SmackDown title run was a success. I, I so that's think the way so. I'll answer that comment. Okay. 
All right, let's go to 20 questions. Let's finish out the night. All right. Let me know when you are ready. I'm ready. So, okay. All right. So, did I win last week? These weeks are bleeding together. Yes, you did. I did, right? Uh Uh-huh. Who was it last week? Uh, I don't remember. (laughs) I wanted to say Dave Batista, but I think that was two weeks ago. No, I think it was Batista. Was that last week? Yeah, I could be lying. All right. All right. First off, is this person currently in the WWE? Yes. All right. It's a good start for me. Uh, Is this person a male superstar? No. Ooh, okay. Female current WWE superstar. (coughs) Is this person on Monday Night Raw? Yes. Okay, so we got a female that I mean, with with thin as the WWE roster is right now, I feel like this is should be a layup at this okay. point. Three in, and I know it's a female current WWE superstar on the Raw roster. Uh huh. Blonde hair. Yes. Okay. Did I mention her in this episode? Um, I don't think so. Well. Possibly for a... No? No. Okay. Uh, I know where I'm going. That that eliminated one section here. Uh, does she have relationship with Corey Graves? No. Okay, so it's not Carmella. I mentioned Liv Morgan, so it can't be Liv Morgan. Um, hmm. Is she announced for the Royal Rumble? Not yet. Okay, interesting. Has this person been a women's champion in some form or fashion? Yes. Blonde hair, right? Uh-huh. You said? Um mostly blonde hair. I'll say mostly blonde hair. Don't don't give me specifics. If it's blonde, it's blonde. I don't you don't you don't have to cheat me into this. I got this. Uh was this person ever a part of a tag team? Yes. Ooh, okay. Is this person a heel? Yes. Okay. I asked if they had blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Why do I have that question written down like seven times? I guess you really want to know if they have blonde I guess hair. So. I feel like. Um, so the tights question doesn't do me much in, in women. Okay. Monday Night Raw. Let's go through. There's not a lot of people on Monday Night Raw. Okay. Did this, has this person uh, wrestled in the last month? No. All right. I know what, I, I, I'm all, I'm in the right You're track You're at 10 now. right I now. I get it now. Okay. Does this person have, you? so, okay, when you, yes, you said slightly colored or blonde hair. Okay. Uh, is this person currently in therapy? Yes. Is this Alexa Bliss? It is Alexa Bliss. Oh, ding, 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 ding. That was a good one, ding, ding, ding. only because I think there was a little bit of a curveball with going, is she a current wrestler? She is. She a current? Oh, you you nailed that on the head. I think the problem right now is that there's so few women Yeah. that it, it, it narrows down extremely quickly. Yeah. We're going to have to get like, we're going to have to get a little hard in that. People, y'all got to start submitting some fucking okay, names. Okay, yeah. Give Submit some me. names for us to to use on twenty questions because right now mm-hmm. I'm just you, you're setting them up and I'm fucking knocking them off the park, bro. The I'm just knocking them out. I'm home running them. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's all we got for this week. Like I said, we're gonna put together a contest for next week. We'll figure out the exact rules. Uh, 
some kind of, like I said, we'll do something cool, like a cool graphic that goes right here at the top. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I am Nerdy D. That is Level Up Lauren, and you can ring the final bell. Ding, 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 ding. Notorious. Notorious. Big